0: Hello, hello, hello. My name is Hermaj Gosai, and welcome to the second installment of my KPE 400 podcast. Today, we will discuss hegemony. Hegemony has been defined as political, economical, ideological, cultural, and military predominance or control of one group over another group. Essentially, the control and leadership of, a, of one group over another group, regardless of beliefs and ideals. A key aspect of hegemony that may not always be well understood is that control is often achieved through consensus rather than force. There are cases where power and dominance is achieved through force, such as in the case of Israel and Palestine, where Israel has achieved dominance largely due to force and violence. But then there are also examples and cases where early colonizers gained large amounts of dominance and power over indigenous people. Yes, in part due to violence, but as well through various agreements and treaties. Residential schools played a, a key role in this as they were used as instruments, not only to oppress indigenous people, but further strip them of power by getting rid of any sense of culture. And in turn, abusing abusing them and breeding, breeding generational trauma. And as a result, indigenous people ha- People of many countries are left with no power, and their rights and necessities are largely dependent on on their colonizers. These are very obvious displays of hegemony, but hegemony is all around us. Cultural hegemony is very prevalent. Our norms are largely ruled by Western culture, and as the Caucasian male is often in the power seat, values and norms are governed by them. And due to the concept of intersectionality, everyone is viewed and treated differently. Oftentimes leaving a negative impact on people of color, the LGBT community and women. Abuses of power, power imbalances and hegemony have existed for years. But these norms have been challenged for many years as well in North America and in Western culture, as well as in other places, but as other places don't always afford individuals their basic human rights, The struggle for change is an even more difficult one. With movements and theories such as critical race theory and feminist theory, strides have been made to create a more inclusive environment where individuals can express and exercise their culture as well as share their beliefs. But there is still a great amount of work that needs to be done. A prime example is in Quebec where Bill 21 has just been passed, and it stops government workers from being able to wear hijabs, turbans, and other religious items. This bill is passed by those in power, and that decision does not take into account any other cultures. It is from the perspective of those in power, and it doesn't affect those in power. It affects people of color, and people of different cultures, and people of different identities. The result of these decisions leads individuals to feel unwelcomed, unsafe, and exposed. With examples like this, it is important we challenge all norms and customs created by those in power. It is obvious that those in power will not be keen to this discourse as it threatens their privilege and power and on a day-to-day level forces individuals to come out of their comfort zone, learn, adapt, and integrate to other cultures. Certain practices may be seen as insignificant and unnatural to certain cultures, but they may mean a great deal to others, and therefore we should learn to respect them. Decolonization is essential as it allows us to get closer and closer to the goal of equity. Integration of cultures isn't always easy. The world is a huge place with many different cultures and walks of life. Each of us see the world a little differently And we all practice life differently with different values, morals, and ideals. We may not always understand the way people live and that's okay. But it is of utmost importance that we respect it as a society. We live in a culture of hegemony and hegemony is ever present around us. And this leaves certain people, especially those who are marginalized with no power of what culture they want to practice. So therefore we must eliminate this hegemony and with eliminating this hegemony, we must eliminate this power hierarchy of cultures as seeing one culture as the dominant culture compared to the other. There must be no power hierarchy and only then can we have an equal cultural exchange where cultures can be appreciated by one another. Coming back to our discussion about the indigenous people of Canada, in an article named Understanding Barriers to Healthcare Access Through Cultural Safety and Ethical Space, Indigenous Peoples' Experiences in Prince George, Canada, the article highlights the experiences of urban Indigenous people in Prince George, Canada, and their struggle for proper healthcare access. It talks about their three most frequently reported barriers to healthcare access being substandard quality of care, long wait times, and experiences of racism and discrimination. The racism and discrimination faced is due large in part to colonialism and the fact that the colonists do have much of the power over Indigenous people still and the health care that they receive. With a more inclusive environment where racism is not tolerated, it would allow for proper health care and proper acceptance of Indigenous people and their culture as many colonizers do not accept and respect the uh, indigenous people's cultures. Just because people are different doesn't mean they shouldn't receive the same health care and the same rights and the same care that everyone else does. To build a more ethical space, we must get rid of this racism and get rid of the ideals of colonialism to breed inclusivity and allow people to feel welcomed and safe. There is no reason why a sick man should not be able to wear a turban to work. There is no reason why an Islamic woman should have to take off her hijab. There is no reason why a member of the LGBT community should not be able to love whoever they wanna love. There is no reason why dreads should not be considered a professional haircut and why they should not be allowed in professional workspaces. These are all parts of different cultures respectively. And it is so important that we respect it. So marginalized individuals and individuals that have been oppressed for many years can express themselves and feel included in an integrated society. Most cultural practices, if not all cultural practices, pose no threat or harm to anybody. And the rules that have been set in place right now, some of them do not make sense and should be eliminated because the only role they serve is oppressing other cultures. And the oppression of culture can lead to many negative health effects, including depression, because individuals cannot feel that they can express themselves. Anyways, thanks for listening. This is all the time we have today. And this was my discussion on hegemony. (laughs)